I'm Amy. And I'm Cynthia. And you're listening to Advice from Two Broke Upperclassmen. Where we're pretty much just going to talk about anything and everything. Like today, we're talking about B-group, chapel, and church. So to begin, I'm Amy. I'm a mass communications major (laughs) and a Bible theology major. And my favorite food is mac and cheese. (laughs) And I'm Cynthia. I'm a senior Um, also majoring in interpersonal communication, and I have never tried Chick-fil-A's mac and cheese. Never tried it before. Hmm. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I'm not sure it's my favorite mac and cheese, but I think think after this I should take you to go get some mac and cheese from Chick-fil-A. I agree. Chick-fil-A is always a good thing to do. Yes. So to begin with, we wanted to start off talking about B-Group. And so you guys, just so you know, we really have a heart for missions. Um, both me and yeah. Cynthia do. I would say I would say that's very yeah, close. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And so what we want to talk about today is just how you get plugged in and also how you earn those spiritual formation credits. I mean, <laughs> they can be hard. <laughs> they can be hard to get, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And so just a reminder, and I've heard, I know you've heard this about chapel, so I'm going to be very brief. You need 15 credits if you're here on campus. You get them every time you go to a chapel or a B group, or if you were here last year, T group. Same thing. Um, and it, yeah. It has been reduced to 15 because of COVID. Normally it would be 30. And if you're a commuter or if you live off campus, you will also get a reduction in those credits as well. Yes. And if you don't hit your credits, just so you know, it is a $20 fine. Yeah, nobody wants to pay that. So just go to chapel or B-group. Yes, and it's a $20 fine per time you miss. Let me clarify. Yes, for each credit you don't meet, it's a $20 fine. Yes. All right. And so to begin, let's talk about B-group. So this is one of my favorite things about TFC is that we get to have these, like, small groups, these spiritual formation groups that just, they really pour into you and your leaders really pour into you. Um, regardless if you have B groups from, um, either staff or from other students leading, they really do pour into you and they love you so much. And I would say it's one of my favorite things because whenever I'm in B group, it's okay to not be okay for me. And it's okay Mm -hmm. for me to grow and to experience life together. And it's not purely academic. And I think that is such a beautiful thing. Yeah, I agree. Um, It's really cool to see that each group is kind of, like, centered on a different thing. Like, there are some here that focus on abuse, some that focus on just spiritual growth in general, some that are specific for majors or even genders, and it's just really cool to hear different stories and testimonies from each group that everybody gets plugged into. Yeah, I'd I'd agree, and I think there's a B group for everyone. I think whatever you're going through in life, or if you just want a very specific and generalized one, there is some for you. And so I know for this semester, as this podcast is coming out, it's a little late to sign up. But for thinking about future years, that's something we would both very much encourage for you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And so my favorite thing, too. I think about B groups are one of them anyways. I I just love B groups in general. (laughs) But one of my favorite things is that students can lead them. And I just think that is so much fun. Yes. Because if you feel called 
to lead like maybe underclassmen or you feel called that you want to lead your friends, you can do that through a B group and you can still mm-hmm. get that credit for you. And at the same time, you're not having to make such a commitment like you would to Res Life or SGA if your schedule doesn't allow it. Or if you're not really sure if you want to commit to those, um, I would say leading a B group is probably a less extreme option of one of those two, but still very, very beneficial and very needed on this campus too. Oh yeah, for sure. I think it's really important for um, the students to get involved just because it really does provide that outlet that's not necessarily centered around academics, but it's just a close environment for everybody to just kind of build new relationships and really just kind of pour into each other and what the Lord's telling them, even just that week or in their life in general. Oh, yeah. And I mean, for my B group, like I'm so close with all of these girls, I would say. Mm -hmm. I've gotten to be so close with them um, just from doing B group. And I've gotten to be so close with my leader. Shout out to Katie Skeen (laughs) um, for leading our B group every Thursday mornings. And I mean, it's honestly some of my favorite times in the week because I just get to chill out and drink coffee, but also be talking (laughs) about very deep spiritual things. Like we go over purpose and our identity in Christ. And that's not something you're really going to find in Mm -hmm. academic settings. And maybe academic settings aren't really made for that. Maybe it is more suited to a small group. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really tough to get uh, maybe connected in chapel even though, um, I mean, chapel is definitely centered around community in itself. Um, shout out to those that remember when it was called community worship. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> what a time that was. Um, but even chapel in itself is still really important in general and definitely get those spiritual formation credits for it. But um, if you're not one to maybe uh, always enjoy every chapel you go to. B group is definitely one of the better alternatives to getting plugged into smaller environments if you're more, uh, if you prefer like closer knit community style, I guess. Yeah, no, I would totally agree. And so this is a great segue into chapels. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like I put that one in there. <laughs> yes, Cynthia, so smooth. <laughs> Thank you. I try. I try. Um, so, yeah, so. Chapel is another great thing here at TFC, and I know a lot of um, Christian colleges will require this uh, for chapel, and I mean, so does ours, but I really think our chapels are special, Um, Mm -hmm. and I know a lot of students either dislike them or just don't want to go, but I'd still encourage you to go because you'll still grow, and I mean, like, the week we're recording this, we're having world outreach. Mm -hmm. Like, that's our conference right now, and... I mean, we talk about some heavy stuff in chapel, but also these are some of my favorite times for chapel. Just yeah. seeing how many like missionaries come in. Um, well, normal years outside of COVID. I promise right. it looks different in normal <laughs> years. Um, you just have to wait for it. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just so awesome to and be able to like see so many different perspectives of so many people who've lived outside of, you know, Georgia and mm-hmm. the United States. But yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's actually really cool um, to see over the years how the World Outreach Conference has kind of, like, still been the same and, like, brought in multiple cultures and, like, um, just telling different missionary stories. But um, this semester, we've actually kind of made a bunch of changes to the schedule to help 
uh, students feel more involved. So later in the semester, uh, you guys can actually find this on your app because we put the schedule everywhere. Um, we're going to have like student panels and like creative outlets and um, just some really cool and different uh, chapels this later or later in this semester. So I'm actually really excited to see how those go and like integrate different even just like communities on campus, just kind of integrating them into the chapel services this semester. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. And Cynthia, you work for, you know, chapel and everything. Yeah. So what is probably, I guess, what is like one speaker you are really excited for coming this semester? Or do you not know that? And that's okay. I, um, huh. I don't know if I have a, a favorite that I know of is coming. Um, there have been a few in the past that I've always been a big fan of. Um, but I think I'm most looking forward to... Uh, is the student panels. We're going to have a bunch of different uh, like cultures and ethnicities on the stage and just kind of like them sharing their testimony and just kind of their cultural aspect, not only like on the stage, but like in TFC itself and like how they've been welcomed or how things are different and um, just kind of seeing their outlook in, in their perspective at school pretty much so I think I'm really excited to see that and hear the different stories oh yeah that'll definitely be a day I'll have to go to yeah um because <laughs> I mean we've had some really great ones in the past yeah but um even just thinking of last semester when you know most of you were probably here too um some of you underclassmen but even just last semester and we had a bunch of the um local pastors come and teach us mm -hmm. I think I mean, I know that was for COVID and because yeah. they live close and, you know, yeah. but I also just really enjoyed it, especially because I got to see my pastor that's over at the point, you know, shout out. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I got to see uh, Chad Smith just come over and bring the word to us. And honestly, that was like one of my favorite chapels last semester. Really? And it was late and it was late in the, um, I was, I was, th I think it was late in the yeah, semester. Yeah, it was towards the end. But mm -hmm. Um, that was really cool just to see him outside of the church, but also still bring the word and, yeah. um, and then be able to like meet with him a little bit after chapel too. Cause a lot of times the speakers, they'll stay around and you can ask them questions or you can mm -hmm. come and introduce yourself. And a lot of the speakers are for that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the speakers actually really enjoy that. Um, so yeah, so I don't know, but that was one of my favorites from last semester, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. It was really cool to see the different churches, um, just like different leaders come in and talk about their church a little bit and their aspects and how they view different topics. And it was really cool to see how each pastor has their own style, which oh, I've yeah, always for sure. Was, it was always so cool to me how each pastor has a different like preaching style, I guess. But yeah. Um, Speaking of local churches, um, that is also another thing we wanted to talk about today is getting plugged into churches around school. Uh, so, yeah, I think this is a very important thing to do. So you want to find a church that really suits you. And it's okay if it takes a semester or a whole year to find a church that you feel like you fit into that's off campus mm -hmm. is, I think, the key um, not that we offer services here on Sundays, which we don't, but even so, I think getting off campus and interacting with, you know, Tekoa and the Habersham communities 
I think that's really beneficial. And you get to hear from people who aren't your professors every day or you don't get to hear from every day, but you still get to see them Mm -hmm. um, once a week to do it. And for me, it took me a whole semester to figure out that I wanted to be at the Point Church. Um, And I think that's okay. I don't think you have to you know, figure out what you want to do or yeah. stick or even stick to your denomination. Right. Yeah. Cause I moved denominations. So I went from being at a Wesleyan, like a very, very large Wesleyan <laughs> church, um, to being at a, at a moderate size, large church, very non-denominational as well. And, um, but yeah. Um, so what about your, how did you find the church you're currently at? So I attend River Point, um, but I did not move denominations, so I have always been non-denom, um, but I started going to the, uh, to River Point, um, my sophomore year. I jumped around a lot freshman year, even visited the point a few times, um. Yeah, and that's normal. Right, yeah. I, I would definitely say just try a few different churches freshman year, maybe even in sophomore year, and then one that you just really feel, suits what you are looking for in a church, I would say stick to that one. Um, which there are plenty of churches in Tekoa. Even if you have just driven to Walmart, you probably pass what? 15, probably 15. And let's be honest. I know we joke about this, but we really are in the belt buckle of the Bible belt. And you can tell. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, but yeah, I, I've always loved River Point. Um, I've gotten plugged into their uh, college night that is typically on Thursdays, um, which is really cool because it's not youth group, but it kind of is, but it's definitely centered towards um, the college age kids and the pastors there are really awesome. And that's how I met some of my best friends that uh, still work up in Tekoa and uh, in the surrounding areas. So I definitely would say to get plugged into a church as soon as possible, but finding one that fits your needs. Yes, I'd agree. (laughs) And it's okay if your best friend doesn't want to attend the same church as you, or if you're the only one in your friend group who wants to attend this church, but everyone else wants to attend a different church. That is totally fine and totally normal. You don't have to go to where your friends are. Um, I've made some really strong relationships because I attend this church with actually my best friend. I think part of our story, how we, you know, became best friends, you know, shout out Abby. She knows who she is, (laughs) um, is because we attend church together. And I mean, admittedly, we did hop around a lot together too. Um, most weeks, some weeks we went separate ways, but, um, We really got to be a lot closer together, partially due to, you know, going to the same church. And, you know, I've met new friends at the same, at the church, Um, you know, and you get to meet people who aren't even affiliated with TFC. Oh, yeah. And I think that's beneficial, too. I mean, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, we live in a college town, but, and everyone knows about TFC, (laughs) but you just really get to meet new people and you know, you get to meet some really amazing people mm-hmm. who just aren't your college friends that you're going to see every day. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool to get plugged in in church, too, because um, once you kind of establish uh, like that's your church and this is where you want to be, you love what they stand for. You can actually I'm not sure if every church does this, so don't quote me on that. But there are a handful of churches that offer internships. So if 
if you are a communication major like Amy and I, you can definitely like ask your church about doing an internship there. Oh yeah, you definitely need internships for I would say most of the majors That's on what campus. I um, <laughs> yeah, but specifically for communications majors, we're a little you do biased. need one. <laughs> um, we're a little biased. We um, we come from the same place, but um, actually, I think we know each other yeah. mainly because of communications. Oh, absolutely. Um, had a which few is, classes pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> been a little confused together once or twice, yeah. but. Yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I forgot where I was going with this, Cynthia. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Um, no, but seriously, go to a church that fits your style and your yeah. comfort comfort level with worship. Um, because I think that's just really important. Yeah. And it's okay if you don't agree with literally every single thing of right. this new church you're going to because right. you're, you know, moving away from home. Right. It's okay if you don't agree with everything, but agree on what's important to you. And so if, for example, for me anyways, I wanted to see some women in ministry and see some women mm-hmm. leaders, and I just really want to go into ministry. And so being a woman, I really wanted to see that represented. And I know that's not going to be like a good representation in most churches. And I understand that. But to see at least some representation of strong like leadership roles for females, mm-hmm. I think it was really important for me in a church. Yeah. And so it's things like that where it may not be, it shouldn't be kingdom breaking. Right. <laughs> um, all churches should, you know, follow the same or very similar doctrines. But um, when it comes to this, I would say, know what's important to you. And yeah. um, some things that are going to be important to you aren't going to be important to other people, or they're going to have a different view on them, and that's okay. But find what's important to you. Yeah, yeah. I definitely agree. I think there's a big part in, um, like, staying connected in a church once you move away from home. I like the way you worded that, and you were like, find a church because you're moving away. Um, but... Like, there's been studies about, like, kids falling away from faith, like, moving into college, and they just get sucked into everyday life. Yes, and, and that applies to Christian colleges, too. It does, absolutely. So, TFC, you're not excluded. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about it. <laughs> <laughs> but it really is. Like, it's such a big deal to, like, stay connected, not only to the Lord, but, like, also just, like, who you really are and, like, being strong in your faith and understanding where you come from and like what you stand for because like obviously one day somebody's going to ask you about it and they're going to want you to prove why you believe what you do and like once you like continue to solidify your relationship with the Lord I think that's really when your faith is strengthened but I mean obviously you're going to be tested and I think it's one of those running jokes where nobody prays for patience because as soon as you do, you get stuck behind every slow car on your way to Gainesville (laughs) trying to get some Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, for sure. That happens to me all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So many times to me. Oh, my goodness. And now there's one in Livonia and is it Clarksville, I think? I think Clarksville. I get stuck behind a car every time I try to go before class. Every time. But... It's okay. Yeah. Where the coffee shop I like to go to <laughs> in Clarksville, it's called Grains of Grace. 
And if you ever have been there or have been traveling that way, there's, like, so many four-way stops yeah. trying to get there. And, yeah. man, that tests my patience every time because oh, yeah. I still swear Georgia people don't know how to drive they through four-way stops. They don't. And I even lived by one growing up. Yeah. They don't. No. No. <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay because... Here we talk about anything and everything. Oh, yes, exactly. We've jumped around so many times. That's okay. That's okay. Um, so I think that really does conclude uh, what we're talking about for church. But I just wanted to pull something fun that I didn't talk to Cynthia about. And I totally meant to. It's So don't be scared. I totally <laughs> okay. meant to. I'm but terrified. I just wanted to put in a bit where we talk about our fish. Our fish? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because you have Jose and I have Kirby. I do. And they're both betas. Oh yes. my goodness, I love it. I yes. love it. So I have a beta fish. She's very pink and um, her name is Kirby because, she, well, she's a very light pink and <laughs> I swear she's the biggest beta fish I've ever seen. I don't know what I'm feeding her. I just follow the directions on the bottle, but right. I like walk into other like friends' rooms and they all have betas and I'm going... When am I feeding her? <laughs> Wait, I do the exact same thing. So, Jose, I I had a beta last year. You remember this. His name was Dwight. I had a whole tank full of the office named Oh, Dwight. Fish. Dwight was a good fish. He was so sweet. Um, but now I have Jose, who is very blue. Um, ironically, you said very pink, so I said very blue. Um, but he's not sad. I don't think he's sad. But he is so big. Like, his tail, when he fans it out, is so big and so beautiful. And he knows how to strut it, too. He does. Like, as soon as somebody walks into the kitchen, he's there. And he is flaunting his stuff. And oh, he so is. so cute. And I also think it's so funny whenever your fish goes in his little log. Yes. And he just loves to hide in his little log. He does. <laughs> it just floats at the top. And Beto's like, I don't know, like like to be at the top of the water so I guess, fin yeah. or something I don't know but I'm not very good with fish maybe. it's okay my <laughs> my fish likes to be at the top too um she um I actually have a small very very small little heater because beta fish like warm water yeah um and so just to keep it warm I have a heater and I swear every day she's just you know sleeping little behind her little heater like she yeah. knows where that is and I guess it's like as if she's sleeping under a blanket or something. I don't know. Yeah. But oh, that's sweet. <laughs> cracks me up. I love it. Um, right until she notices there's food in the tank, then all bets are gone. Oh, yeah. She's she's ready to break some fingers, man. Yep. Jose does the same thing. Yes. Yep. <laughs> it's gotten to the point where like he knows my motion of like opening the drawer and pulling out the food where he like comes around his little house and he's like where's my food mom where's my food <laughs> Kirby does the same thing to me <laughs> and it's, it's so and it's bad enough that she knows exactly the times too right. like she right. knows when it's 5 p.m because oh, she yeah. knows she's getting her food her yep. little four pellets I right. feed her every day <laughs> yep just a little sprinkle of some flakes for Jose yeah, yeah. Yep. it's sweet you know, just as a reminder, I'm Amy. And I'm Cynthia. And you've been listening to Advice from Two Broke Upperclassmen. We've literally talked about everything, and we'll probably talk about anything next time, too. Oh, yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs>